This is Life in FM, the Good Shepherd Fargo Moorhead podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to Life in FM. I'm Pastor Taylor Wilson, your host, and I'm excited to kick off this new season of Lent here at Good Shepherd. Now, in addition to our normal sermons on our new series called The Walk, I'm also going to be welcoming in some guests here for the podcast, sharing about faith practices and other things that are important to our spiritual lives that'll help grow us closer to God in this season. Subscribe to this podcast, share it with your friends and family, and know that we're grateful to be the church with you wherever you're at. This is Life and FM. Hey everybody, this is Pastor Taylor, and today I have Deacon Julie with me. Hello, I'm also your wife. It's true, she is. (laughs) We are excited to be sharing a little bit about our faith practices as it pertains to the season of Lent. And uh, Deacon Julie, I'm just excited to have you here. You're our Kidman director. You're passionate about passing on faith to people of all ages. And so whether you're listening today and you have kids or you're around kids or Maybe you just like the fact that there are kids here at Good Shepherd. Um, We're excited to have Deacon Julie coming and sharing her take as well. Uh, But know that wherever you're at in your faith journey, uh, we at Good Shepherd are excited to have you here listening in on the podcast. So now we're officially in this season of Lent. Uh, We just had Ash Wednesday, and man, I'm, I'm really excited about this season, which might seem kind of maybe a strange term to use. Uh, But the reality is it's the season of preparation as we make our way toward Easter. It's for 40 days, and uh, we have the opportunity throughout this time to remember, to remember what Jesus did for us on the cross and the ways that Jesus is continuing to invite us into relationship in the here and now as well. And throughout this time, it's it's honestly a time of preparation. So Deacon Julie, I'm wondering, uh, what's your take on uh, our prep for Easter? Yeah, well, I think a lot of times people will give up something during Lent, and it's kind of become this popular thing. Often I feel like people will give up social media or some form of social media or give up uh, a food or you know chocolate or dessert or something. Um, and, and really all of that is to, the intention is that um, instead of, focusing on, you know, social media, that you would take that time and and spend that time with God, growing closer to God during this season um, and and sacrificing something in a sense to show, like you said, the sacrifice that that Jesus uh, made for us. Um, We, as our family, um, have taken on some faith practices. So instead of giving something up, really just taking something on during this season and um, let's we share um, some of the things that we do, but then just give folks some ideas for other faith practices that you could um, take on uh, as you make your way towards Easter. One of the things that we don't do at our house is giving up chocolate or cookies, <laughs> um, partly because our daughter is now a Girl Scout and we have so many boxes of cookies at our house right now so that's not something we're going to give up Uh, and and maybe that is something in the past where you've been like oh yeah well i'll give up chocolate or maybe i'll give give up drinking alcohol or pop or something else Um, and there can actually be some good stuff within that because if we are uh, struggling with addiction if we are struggling with consumption issues, uh, maybe overeating or, or those types of things. Like I know that I'm a stress eater from time to time. So maybe giving up food uh, that's that would be considered junk food uh, could actually be a good thing. But we want to challenge you a little bit to reconsider not just giving up those types of things because uh, it may be easy, 
but thinking about the things that are actually going to draw you in closer with your relationship with God. So Deacon Julie, what are yeah. what are some of the things we do? One of the things that has become, we'll say, a, a tradition or a, a ritual at our house um, is that at Christmas we love to hang up all of the Christmas cards that we get from family and friends. And so we have our wall in our kitchen is full of those cards. And um, I love to see them, but we, we keep them up. They're still up. They and sure are. So we... Uh, Throughout the days of Lent, we each day will take one of those cards down and we'll say a special prayer for those people. Um, oftentimes our girls will know who they are. Um, so we'll share, you know, a memory or a, a fun a fun memory with them. If they don't, we'll uh, tell them stories of, of that family or that household and, um, and then say a special prayer. Some years, if we're on our game, we'll have a postcard ready or a, mm -hmm. a card to write them a note, letting them know that we have prayed for them. Um, but I think that that is something that our girls look forward to. And if we forget about it one day, they remind us we haven't prayed for someone today. <laughs> um, but that's a fun, tangible way, especially with young kids. Um, if you don't have Christmas cards on the wall like we do, um, other years we've just taken slips of paper. Um, and if you write the names of of different loved ones and put them in a basket or an envelope and take out a piece of paper every day. That's another uh, another idea on that same line. The nice thing with this too is it's not just about our faith formation or drawing us closer to Jesus. Uh, we're actually able then to expand it a little bit and, and be a light for others as well. You know, when, when you share with somebody that, hey, you know, we prayed for you, that might seem like a, a big step for you, uh, and, and maybe it really is, uh, but also on the receiving end, uh, whether the people go to church or not, uh, whether they were expecting you to reach out to them or not, it's just a cool opportunity uh, to see what God might do in that relationship with people that you already know and love and trust, and you have that relationship equity built up. You're not just sending the, the random email or letter to somebody in your neighborhood, and they're like, what is this? Because <laughs> I've received <laughs> those. I've received those letters and, and emails. Yeah. Uh, but it's a cool faith practice that not only draws us closer to Jesus, but could draw somebody else closer as well. Yeah. But if we don't have those Christmas cards, if we don't feel like pulling out uh, names from a, a bowler hat, what are some other things that maybe we've done or things that would be fairly easy for others to adapt and add to their practices? Yeah, there's lots of great books out there, devotional books or other books that um, you, know, you could take and, and set intentional time during your day and your week to to read. And um, we are walking through um, Adam Hamilton's book, The Walk, um, here at Good Shepherd. And so um, that would be a suggestion. Um, and there will be some GS Connect groups, some small groups meeting in person and on Zoom that you could join that will help uh, with that discussion. But um, yeah, find a, a book or devotion, reach out to one of the pastors if you want ideas uh, for books. But um, Take on that practice and, and see if that time will help you to uh, to grow, to be challenged, to think in different ways. Um, we also, another thing, I know we're like still in the thick of winter, but um, to take on a, a walk challenge um, that uh, if you were to walk two miles a day over 40 days would be 80 miles, which is approximately uh, the distance from um, Nazareth, where Jesus spent um, his a lot of his life um, and childhood, um, to Jerusalem, where he will die on the cross. And so that 80 miles, if you were to walk about two miles a day, I know 
our our sidewalks would be terrible to try to walk two miles a day. But um, take that time during that time, pray, um, just talk to God. I don't think we spend enough time just in silence and spending time in, in God's presence too. So that would be another challenge. It's been pretty cool as well. Uh, we have a beautiful building here, lots of space. We have our gym, we've got long hallways. We have folks both from our church and broader community that come and walk the halls here, uh, sometimes daily, which is actually a, a really cool thing because for us, again, faith can sometimes be maybe boiled down to what we do during the week. And for some, that might just be once a week coming and, and being in worship. Uh, but faith is actually much bigger than that, and God is much bigger than just a, a building or place. And so uh, being able to do that walk uh, for some of these folks has been really instrumental to their faith. So maybe consider uh, during our office hours coming and, and doing a little bit of walking here at the church. I think staff might even join you if you invite us. Yes. Um, hey, you're a musician. I love music. Do you like to listen to music? I do. And so one of the challenges that we uh, also have done is uh, by listening to Christian music uh, while we're driving or while we're creating our meals uh, for dinner uh, at our house, we always have Christian music on. And I love hearing my four-year-old and my seven-year-old reciting uh, back important parts of uh, the song lyrics mm -hmm. uh, that they have memorized now. Um, it can be a really gloomy day. It can be... Uh, Maybe we had a little bit of a back and forth uh, individually or as a family, and you turn on that music, and for me, it just kind of sets me into a different mood. It doesn't matter if we were frustrated with each other. It doesn't matter what emotions we might be bringing after a work day or school day. Uh, being able to center ourselves on uh, the certain music that really draws us closer to God has been so helpful, and uh, you know, it's been fun too because. We have a Spotify channel, um, and we actually have music that you may hear throughout the season of Lent up to Easter. Uh, we want to encourage you on that. So definitely check out on our website and on our social media. We'll have links for you to be able to listen to some of the music that's a part of worship here at Good Shepherd. Yeah, and I think for young kids, they're listening. I mean, we uh, play that music, um, and, and if that's the the words and the songs that are going to go through their heads when they're having a, a hard day. Um, yeah, they're, they're listening. And I know that we're giving ideas. And, and again, these are just ideas, but it's not the end all be all. So I feel like there's, there's lots of ways. And I hope that we are helping equip you and your family and loved ones to find some other ways. Um, another idea, if you love to journal or to draw, uh, would be to every night or every morning, um, spend some time journaling, creating a a gratitude journal. Where have you seen God today? I think that sometimes we go through the the day and it kind of is goes on autopilot. And so just to stop and, and see where you saw God in the, the good times and maybe the hard times too that that God is with you. And then to look back at that at the end of end of Lent to see uh, where God has shown up in your life could be really beautiful. I know for me, uh, journaling might sound Maybe like not a, a practice that you normally do. Maybe something that you did when you were a teenager. Uh, for me, praying was always difficult. Mm -hmm. um, trying to find the right words to say. And so I would struggle with it. And then just end up not praying at all. And uh, one of the things that I started doing earlier in my faith life uh, was just journaling and writing down uh, the hopes, the dreams, the struggles, the frustrations, uh, everything. And uh, that's actually what helped me uh, feel comfortable preaching 
it's what helped me comfortable uh, to be a songwriter uh, was the fact that I had jotted down uh, my, all of my hopes and dreams, uh, and a lot of them were prayers. A lot of them were connections with God. And I can look back at that as a pivotal uh, formation in my faith life that I probably wouldn't have had if I hadn't just grabbed a pen and paper or a laptop or whatever uh, and, and started to do it. And so, again, if it's not something that you've ever done, give it a try. See where it might go. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I like. I think you said at the beginning that we, uh, as Good Shepherd, want to encourage you on this journey. And we hope that there are some ideas here that will maybe spark your interest and that will be um, powerful tools for you throughout this season. And we hope that you'll stay connected uh, through worship. We got lots of fun worship opportunities um, and that you'll you'll find some ways to get involved and we would love to hear from you what your what your faith practices are this year but hey this was fun this was a good time we're going to have other guests coming and joining us throughout this season of lent so definitely check out our upcoming podcasts and if you can join us for worship outside of our ash wednesday services we have holden evening services both in the morning and the evening we have our contemporary worship service on wednesdays with those as well and then of course on sunday traditional contemporary 8 30 and 10 30. We also have services online, so if you can't be with us in person, check it out. Know that we're grateful to be the church with you. Thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. This is Life and FM. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast. Check back weekly for new content. And if you'd like to support this important ministry of Good Shepherd, you can go to our website, knowthegoodshepherd.org slash giving for a one-time or recurring gift or you can text a dollar amount to the number 84321. Thanks for being a part of the community here at Good Shepherd. This is Life in FM.